0: Breakfast
1: on SEN. Kane, let's talk some tennis because Novak Djokovic, Yannick Sinner, Coco Goff, Arena Sabalenka, they all advanced at the back end of a long Tuesday at the Australian Open. She was another late night, could have been later. They dodged a bullet late on, and I reckon this man was thankful for that, although he's pretty good at going the distance. We know that. He's the SEN tennis guru, Brett Phillips, BP.
0: Welcome. Uh, good morning. Welcome back, Simi. Yeah, long night. Uh, <laughs> long at night, you're right. We uh, were thinking, as the day was progressing, that this could be a 4am job And uh, yeah, the last two matches. Uh, courtesy, thanks to probably Arena Sabalenka, continuing to be in devastating form. Uh, sort of got things back onto a respectable schedule last night.
1: Now, she, she did the right thing on the court, but it's been reported as well in the wee hours of the morning, BP, that... Uh, Organisers actually asked her if she would be willing to move her match w- with Barbara to to Margaret Court, and they and they refused. Now I'm assuming they asked the men as well, and it was a, a play it by ear approach. But the women said, no, no, we're we're sticking with Rod Laver.
0: Yeah, that certainly came out in the the aftermath, and uh, obviously they were, they were really worried, uh, particularly with the you know, the Fritz uh, Djokovic match. You already had Coco go what three hours and eight minutes uh, during the day after they decided to put a legends doubles, which just totally baffled me, um, considering we were starting the day uh, later. Uh, that has been scrapped uh, from today's uh, quarterfinal uh, schedule. Right. And um, yeah, they were worried it was going to be a really really late finish. Um, so yeah, luckily you know Fritz and and Djokovic didn't go to five, which meant that they do such a quick turnaround on Rod Laver Arena. In fact, they, the players were introduced as you know, only about a quarter of the spectators are in the stadium. So, um, but I think you know those players, obviously at that level, love to play on the main court and mm. wanted to, um, yeah, wanted to stick with
2: that. What's the discussion amongst the players and the media there, BP? Like, is it is it embarrassing level? Is it is it farcical or, or not quite that drastic?
0: Oh, not not quite. Uh, not quite that drastic. Um, I mean, this is always the uncertainty of tennis, isn't it? I mean, you, you, you start the match and you just don't know how the day's going to unfold uh, after that. I mean, we just get these sort of extraordinary days where you have, you know, back-to-back, long, long matches and it pushes everything back. But, you yeah, know, I mean, the whole theory this year was let's just never have the night session start late. So let's schedule one less match. And they put on a Legends doubles Mm. at 12 o'clock, which pushed Coco's match back to one. Now, I would have thought, you know, by the time we get to quarter-final stage, the calibre of matches are better. Uh, So there's going to be some longer matches. not going to be a 6-1, 6-2 type uh, job of the quarters, which means um, let's just stick with the two matches so we don't start the night session two hours later as we did last night. But it, it just, you know to get two matches back to back during the day like that, you know, we haven't seen that for a while. So it's so unpredictable.
2: Sinner was commanding as well, just over two and a half hours to win through. Now I'm jumping the gun of today's action. I get it. But one of the semifinals has been decided. He'll take on Novak uh, on Friday. Now you're a big Sinner fan and, and Novak doesn't look his best. I'm not sure if he's foxing BP, whether he always <laughs> does this, whether he's acting and playing it up a little bit and sucking us all in. But Is it as good a shot for Yannick as he's had?
0: No doubt, Kane. yeah. I mean, he's tennis. uh, When you're up close where we are and just to, you know, watch him in the flesh up close, he's not not a lot of meat on the bones, but tall, rangy, the way he just uh, defends out of the corners. There's a lot of, there's actually some Djokovic in, the way he defends and then sets up the attack. He's just timing the ball so well. His backhand is absolutely world-class. And he's just become so sure of his game. I mean just look I'm just looking at him, you know, his eyes up close when he's out on court and there's a there's such a, a sense of surety about what he's doing out there and a level of confidence. He's got a really good solid team behind him and yeah, he's ready. He's he's certainly ready, I think, to strike and win a major this year, whether it's here or at some stage. Uh, you know, he and El Caraz are just hungry for now, the right now. So yeah, look at absolute chance. Uh, Djokovic, another you know day uh, semi final. It'll be the day from what about two thirty on uh, Friday. And the, look, look, you know he's he's beaten Djokovic a couple of times at a level. Took him to five at Wimbledon uh, a couple of years ago, where he led two sets to love. So I think there'll be an inner confidence that if he can, if he just gives everything at his end, he is certainly a big chance.
1: Now BP Kane says you're a Cinnamon. I reckon you're an Alcaraz man. Yeah, so I want to talk. I want to talk today's quarters, particularly that one against. Alexander Zverev, which is the night match, and then you got her catch and Medvedev uh, up in the Arvo.
0: Well, uh, Zverev is a fascinating one for me that, um, you know, he's he's still so keen not to be forgotten about, and we shouldn't forget about him. I mean, he was the best of a young crop before all these guys uh, came on board and sort of overtook him, and then he got the injury, which set him back. But he's done a mighty job, uh, Big Sasha, to rise back to the top ten, um, you know, put put aside the off court stuff that's uh, going on, he's a formidable uh, force out there, but you know, El-Karez, I think will just be too, you know, dynamic. Um so yeah, I mean Elcaraz I suppose I've adopted first and then Sinners come in <laughs> underneath and the two of us <laughs> are just playing such a great level of tennis. Uh so i uh, am absolutely back in Carlos to continue his run and yeah, Medvedev her catch is really interesting. I mean, daniil has got the runs on the board in Melbourne, a couple of finals here and He'll be tough uh, to beat, but her catch—he's improving all the time. I think his breakthrough is going to come to get to a Grand Slam final at some point. But yeah, Medvedev is a hard quarter. I think wins that one in a real battle that could go you know, four or five sets.
1: What are you making of the women? Obviously, we've got a, like the men. We've got a semi-final locked in there uh, tomorrow. Goff and Sabalenka, but a pair of quarterfinals uh, in store today, of course.
0: Yeah, this is the side of the draw, which has uh, just been hugely uh, unpredictable. Mm. Uh, look, Diana yastrimska love the way she's playing. You know, she's a former world number 21, so she is getting back to that sort of form. Um, you know, Take out the queue uh, the in brackets next to her name, she's a much better player than a qualifier. So I think she gets the job done there. And, yeah, Jin Wing Zhang of China, she's a star. So um, she's my certainly favourite to get through to the final on that side of the draw. And, you know, she's going to be uh, competing for trophies for... Uh, many years to come, uh, we're only just getting started with her career. So I think that is probably the likely semi-final. And then uh, out of that pair, an unheralded finalist, uh, which you know, is good. I mean, this tournament sometimes does unearth um, a future star. Mm. We've seen that in the past on the honour roll.
1: Getting down to it now, BP, the business and We love it. Uh, thanks mm. for getting up early and joining us once again after another, another late one. Hopefully one of the latest we'll have for the remainder of the tournament for your sake, mate. Thanks again.
0: No
2: pleasure. Thanks, guys.
1: Uh, BP there, our Wilson Australian Open update. Get your game on and join us in celebrating the Wilson summer of tennis.
2: Now, the, the Australian Open isn't an event that I would lose sleep over. Like, it's not an event I would set my alarm to in the middle of the night and, and watch it, unless yep. it was Leighton Hewitt in a final or or an Aussie that I love. What did you wake up for as a kid? Like, did you, was oh. there an event that you you did set your alarm for and were prepared to get up? I mean, you're, you're, the, you're the tour guy now, yep. the Tour de France. You've stopped late for that, will not
1: you? Tour every year. Uh, every year? year. I try to go the distance, but especially the mountain stages, which are defining. Uh, the Ashes as a kid o- yep. over there always got up and um, up on the beanbag as a kid. And in my teens and early 20s and late 20s, definitely some soccer games. <laughs> so some fun. Chelsea games, some big Champions League finals I'd get up super early for. Um, for the drama of the World Game and World Cup, of course. The World Socceroos. Cup, yeah. You're world always world watching Cup the soccer and, the, and the Tillies.
2: And the, see, the, I loved the Olympics as a kid. I was, if it was in a different time zone, set your alarm and, and get up for the Olympics. It doesn't quite have the same. No, because the coverage it, is so good now.
1: Like, you can watch it all yeah, the next exactly. day straight up. But, um, yeah. yeah, certainly the tour, uh, staying up late for that.
2: What are you prepared to stay up for in the middle of the night? And did you stay up until 1:30 last night to watch the Australian Open <laughs> O4 I reckon.
1: I reckon golf gets a few up and keeps <laughs> them up as well. Not my bag, but uh, certainly for a lot of people. 40 wings Temper Text 4 11:16. The most adaptive mattress ever is the all-new Temper Pro. Temper, they make mattresses like no other.